This is the Oanda Podcast. This is Market Insights, the Market Pulse podcast by Oanda, talking to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. Let's join Ed Moyer in New York. Good evening from a very cold and somewhat snowy London. How are you? I'm doing well and I'm pleasantly surprised we had some very positive economic data this morning. That's right. The latest consumer price index numbers showed a fall to 7.1% year on year. That is down, of course, from 7.7%. And that was its lowest for over a year, Ed. The big question, I suppose, is, um, maybe that's reflected in what happened to stocks today, is, is that going to affect the rate decision from the Federal Reserve on Wednesday? Well, traders clearly think it does. Um, we've, we've seen a major move in uh, Fed funds futures. Uh, this, this report was a big surprise. Uh, inflation, uh, it came in a bit lower than expected, um, confirming that the peak is in place. Uh, also, just you know, providing some glimmers of hope that uh, we might not have to worry about you know, the Fed uh, having to remain so aggressive to, with, with tightening to, to bring down inflation that we, we could see inflation fall to possibly 3% by the end of next year. You know, just you know, a month ago, we were thinking we'd be lucky to break 4%. And now, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of momentum here that, wow, we're, we're seeing inflation come down pretty significantly. Um, you know, energy and food prices were, you know, somewhat to be expected. I think what's a little troubling, though, is those shelter costs. They're, you know, shelter, you know, it still makes up about 40% of core. That's still showing to be very sticky. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. But uh, I think overall, it was a very positive report as uh, it came in. Um, these readings came in uh, much cooler than expected. And, and I think what you're going to see is, um, you know, traders are anticipating that, you know, this does a few things. It completely justifies the Fed's downshift. Uh, and it will probably, uh, you know, give some ammunition to those Fed doves. And they're, they're going to make the case that maybe we need to see uh, less tightening. And, uh, you know, I, I still think it's a half point uh, for the the meeting this week, but you know the the argument for only 25 uh, for the February meeting has been bolstered, and I think you're going to see that that's what markets are going to be expecting. And if that's the case, that means, and you know the the terminal rate's not going to go up above five percent. And you, I, you know I think the last quite quite a few of these uh, podcasts we've been talking about the the risks of going to five and five and a quarter were elevated. Um, now it seems. Uh, Traders are growing confident that they could stop um, after bringing the rate to you know four and three quarters. So this is this is uh, you know obviously just one report, but uh, you know we've seen a, you know more compelling evidence that this trend is con- this disinflation trend is continuing. And uh, no, I mean it's very positive for risky assets, but I think the price action was rather um, interesting. You saw you know stocks you know surge higher, uh, then. Right around lunchtime, New York lunchtime, uh, those gains were being wiped away. I think there's still a lot of jitters. Fed might stick to that hawkish script. I mean, there's there's no reason for the Fed to um, abandon course just yet. I mean, they 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 still need to bring inflation all the way down, and uh, you know we're we're still talking about a seven handle on uh, that headline reading. So uh, yes, you know seven point one is uh, you know remarkable improvement from where we were, but you know we're 
we're, we're still nowhere near the their target and uh, i think we're going to see that uh traders are are, are going to um, you know look to see if this momentum continues um but um, if it doesn't then watch out i think you know the 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 fed is is going to possibly be um tempted to do more tightening so i think um yes the markets are probably right in pricing in just uh, a 50 and a 25 more uh hike and basis basis point in rate hikes but um you know we're getting close to the end but you know there there, there still could be room for some more tightening so uh we'll wait to see what that chair Powell has to say and as you say it is only one report and we do have this uh uh, constant uh, yo-yo don't we where you have one report which suggests uh, it's all working the medicine uh, that the fed has given the economy is working and then suddenly we'll have a very good non-farm payroll uh, depending on what your definition of very good is uh, these days uh, as you said stocks have rallied and uh, the Dollar has gone the other way, of course. I note that the pound has hit a six-month high against the U.S. dollar today. Yes, very much so. I I, uh, I should have booked that trip earlier to uh, visit you in London. <laughs> uh, but no, the dollar is uh, the dollar has been getting beat up here, and uh, you know, rightfully so. I think you know you're you're seeing Treasury yields tumble. I mean, we 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 tentatively broke below 350 and we we're closer to 345 on that 10-year yield uh now we're kind of uh back to 350 uh but uh this is this is huge this is you know we we've been folk so focused on how deep will this inversion uh yield curve inversion go 100 basis points would go to 150 and and now we're it looks like we're talking soft landing here so <laughs> um there, there's a there's a lot of volatility <laughs> um with people's assessments on where the economy is going but you know it looks like um you know the soft landing argument uh is gaining some traction here so uh this is this is a you know obviously there's still a lot that can go wrong there's still you know tremendous amount of strength in the labor market so we'll see if those wage pressures prove to be troubling but um no right now i think the markets were so pessimistic the markets were anticipating recession the trade was that s&p 500 was going to struggle the first half of the year then rebound and come close to maybe finish the year flat or slightly up um and and now it seems that you know there was so much pessimism that uh, stocks just kept pushing higher we, we, we uh you know at first it looked like okay maybe you were going to see equities struggle struggle you know around that 3800 level um and then uh you know it's made 3900 then we were talking 4100 then you know at some at one point today it looked like we we're going to hit 4200 so i mean there's there's been um i think so much money that has has uh been on the sidelines that you know you're you're, you're seeing these major pops and uh, this is this is uh you know showing you that the market was extremely um um incorrectly positioned for their bets on inflation and uh no i think uh, we'll 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 wait to see how uh you know that that you know trend continues but um i think there's a there's a lot of surprise with this inflation report and uh, we'll wait to see how this fed tries to spin their hawkish tone but i i think that uh they they, they still have a lot more work to do where you know it's, it's one thing to talk if 
inflation was closer to four percent, but you know we're still we're still seeing you know elevated readings. So inflation could still prove to be more stubborn than people are initially thinking. Uh, but no, this is a uh, this has been very positive for risky assets, and we've seen every uh, most of the risky assets um, you know pretty much rally on this. And talking of elevated uh, readings, Ed, we've seen climbs from oil today by around about 4% for both Brent crude and WTI. Was that connected to these new inflation figures? Uh, there's a lot driving oil right now. I think, you know, we're, we're still getting some of that momentum on those hopes that uh, China's reopening. It's, it's not going to go smooth, uh, but it will keep this market, um, um, I think, you know, fairly, fairly strong. I think, you know, oil, oil's been uh, declining for quite some time. And uh, I think the $70 a barrel level for WTI crude is kind of like the line in the sand. That's when the U.S. will refill that or they're expecting to refill the SPR when prices kind of stabilize around there. Um, and, and I think you're, you're, you're hearing OPEC plus talk of OPEC specifically in their monthly report talk about, you know, you know, concerns about, you know, demand and they're going to keep this market tight. They're all, 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 you know, their, their, their report was, you know, for a lot of people, it says, well, they're urging caution that, you know, that's why they're cutting their first quarter oil demand forecast. But um, this is just positioning. They're, they're just trying to, they're just trying to show and justify their production cuts um, to, you know, the White House and to other um, key um, exporting countries that you know they're 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 just trying to you know keep this market balanced. But I think you know we all know that this is a this is a time where OPEC is is really they're still running the show. And you also have a you know this Keystone pipeline leak in the U.S. has and this is one of the 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 worst leaks we've had in in, in several years. And this is this is um, kind of uh, raising questions that you know we are. We are still in a very tight market when you, you can have some simple disruptions really um, uh, impact, um, you know, the, the, the flows of um, oil, oil, uh, oil pipelines and uh, oil shipments. So I think you're, you're, you're going to see that oil is is probably right now in a, you know, I think there has been so much pessimism over this global growth slowdown, recessionary fears everywhere that oil was just you know, trending lower. And, and I think you're probably going to see that this is, you know, this oil market is, and you can make the case that um, if the U.S. does have a soft landing, if China does um, start to really reopen in January, um, watch out. I mean, you could make the case that, uh, you know, we, we, we could be talking $90 oil before you know it. Um, and and I, I think that if, if the current risk appetite remains strong if we have a santa claus rally you know this is a this is just a more momentum here for oil so i think you know the the oil market it's been uh it's been down for 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 quite some time but uh you know the 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 i think the key drivers and uh, the lack of investment in new wells is is really keeping this market um I think I'm supported over these, you know, next few years. So I think there's uh, probably going to be, um, you know, some p- potential spikes here for oil. And, uh, you know, we're, we're still waiting to see the, the true impact of the, the the price cap on Russian crude. We're, we're also going to look to see how bad does this cold weather get? You know, do we see any other disruptions? Do we see more demand as, as we, we struggle to... Uh, 
uh, as we continue to drain our, our our natural gas reserves here. So I, I think you, you're you're going to see that there's 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 a lot of catalysts here to you know keep oil going higher here. And um, no, I think uh, this is a a market that uh, will also you know easily benefit from a much weaker dollar. And right now that that um, that's starting to trend. So we'll see if that continues. Now let's talk crypto and uh, on the day that uh, we've been uh, hearing uh, the uh, travails of uh, the FTX founder Sam Bankman-Fried who's now accused of a number of offenses including wire fraud and violation of campaign finance laws he's been arrested of course um bitcoin has actually had a good day uh, rising to one month highs yeah it's fascinating it seems that you know today we've <laughs> Um, when I woke up, it you know I I thought it was going to be all about inflation, and no, it was it was all about Sam Bankman Fried, you know, getting arrested. Um, it was about well, now we're not going to see any testimony. You know, the the transcript of his testimony was um, I'm uh, I'm not going to use the language that he he had, but uh, it it really shows you that uh, you know the SPF was you know as as uh, many are saying grossly inexperienced um and and that uh there's there's uh just it it's 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 amazing that so much um has been done um to uh to just violate so many rules so much the commingling of funds uh, um it seems that this is a this is uh you know obviously this is still has to go through the courts so it you know this is all the evidence that is that's getting, you know being gained it just seems that this is uh, um, unfortunately going to um, um, have more contagion as we take a look at you know what other companies operated with them or, or had close ties I mean obviously you know like Silvergate Capital is one of them that uh, you know their, their their shares are I think they were down at 1.10 percent today and you know and that was just on speculation that you know maybe we'll get some new evidence on on how they were um, not doing their due diligence when uh sending over customer funds to alameda so there's there's so there's so many stories that are going to come from this panel but um and it's you know mostly all negative and yet we're we're seeing Bitcoin here <laughs> continue to grind higher, um, and uh, at one point today it looked like uh, it was going to try to make a run at eighteen thousand, and and this is this is interesting because you're 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 starting to see that uh, uh, there's going to be harsh regulation here. I mean, it, for for this uh, to happen, and and I mean you have to remember FTX.com is the foreign entity, but you know FTX here uh, um, in the U.S. was you know, they they were going about you know getting all the appropriate whatever licenses were available. They were working to try to provide a, a better environment here for um, crypto trading in the U.S. and and uh, it took this long for this to to, to come out. So um, you know the regulation is, is 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 going to be severe for crypto exchanges going forward. And, and I think that uh, you know. Uh, SBF's uh, arrestment, it shows you that foreign agencies are going to cooperate with the U.S. So I think the the uh, regulatory environment is going to be pretty severe here. So this is 
this is something that uh, a lot of this has been priced in. Um, but I think you know we're you know we're just waiting to see is there a new company, is there a new um, uh, fund that is is going to take a big hit? And, and unless we have that type of contagion, um, it doesn't seem like that's going to you know unnerve the. Um, the prices of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Uh, but for now, it seems there's uh, um, some calm here. And, and as, as risky assets continue to rally, you know, S&P 500 above 4,000 is very positive for risk. Um, you know, I think that you're, you're going to see that that's, you know, providing a lot of this support too here for, for Bitcoin and uh, these other cryptos. So uh, I, this is, you know, is, is Bitcoin in the clear? No, by any means, there's still um, the, the fallout that we're going to see, you know, there's, you know, who, who knows if we're going to see more Ponzi schemes emerge. We're going to see, um, you know, I think um, people are going to be very hesitant before they, they um, put their money in with anything crypto. Um, and uh, you need to see fresh capital come into the space to really have the, um, you know, some of those, you know, high flying moves that we were so used to over the past few years. So uh, it's wait, it's just uh, the waiting game right now for crypto. And right now it just seems uh, there's nothing new that we've uh, gotten from, from, uh, you know, this uh, house panel review of FTX or um, some of these uh, claims of, of other crypto companies and, and some of their uh, potential misbehavior. So we'll, we'll see if uh, Binance is able to, um, you know, survive whatever inquiries do, do uh, come about. But I, I think, you know, this is a, a space, there's still long-term belief in it. Um, and that's, that's clearly being shown in, in these prices. Okay, Ed, very interesting indeed. We'll speak to you again soon. Thanks for joining us today. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Johnny. This is the Oanda Podcast.